Hey everyone, and welcome back to Millennial Mind. I'm so excited to tell you that I've got a new summer series with a very special guest and one that you all loved when she came on my podcast. Every week, I'm trying to make this podcast better for you, and I only ask for one small, tiny little favor from all of you, which is to press the subscribe or follow button wherever you're watching this. I'm so excited to introduce you to this very special series, so let's get into it. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> exactly. And today... We are talking about cancel culture. Yes. Your favourite topic. Totally my favourite topic. <laughs> and I know it's super controversial as well. But yeah. I think it's so relevant for right. so many people. Well, what is cancel culture? Well, there is a definition. Mm-hmm. But for me, my own interpretation of cancel culture is silencing somebody or getting the public to essentially ostracise somebody for something that is deemed to be incorrect. So whether that's something mm-hmm. they said or some kind of behaviour that's perceived by the public to be harmful or detrimental. Well, I actually have the technical definition of it here. Let's and it, it, it is, cancel culture refers to the practice of boycott, boycotting or calling for the public shaming or ostracism of individuals or entities perceived to have said or done something objectionable. So actually your definition was way simpler. Yeah, but and way nicer and exactly the same. But so yours much. is better. Yeah, yeah, but you know what's what that definition really is saying? It's about that ostracization, mm-hmm. like getting rid of somebody essentially, cast away if you like. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very interesting topic. Well, I want to argue in like, in favour of cancel culture. Okay, in that case, I'm going <laughs> to ag- argue against cancel culture. Okay, so why do you think we shouldn't have cancel culture? Because obviously, if you're ostracizing someone for something, it's because they've done something wrong right? It's not just because they've said that they don't like Percy Pigs, for example, or how I say I don't like truffle. I don't think I'm going to get cancelled for saying I don't like truffle. Maybe I would, but... Right. Well, I think that's an interesting point, but I'm going to go on to something else. Okay? And mm-hmm. this, is, this is not reflecting my own views, but if I was to argue against cancel culture, I would say that we're basically not allowing freedom of speech anymore. And not allowing freedom of speech makes us a totalitarian society. And I think that, come on, don't give me that look. So listen, freedom, okay, of, I'm gonna speech, let you finish. I'm gonna freedom finish. of speech is essentially what allows people to express themselves. Now, don't get me wrong. Safety is a really important thing. Mm-hmm. But are we going too far? Are we going so far that people now feel they can't say anything because I've heard it so many times where people feel like they're expressing a view they're not being dangerous or harmful to the public a view and they go I can't say it because I'm going to get cancelled 
Right, okay, so I'm going to argue Press in favour. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I do agree with you on that because I uploaded a story and I talked about this in a video the other day because I basically said, I don't upload any pictures of my boyfriend until I'm married because I'm a good Indian girl. I wrote three laughing faces after it and I got an influx of messages of people being like, I'm so disappointed in you. Are you saying girls who really? have boyfriends aren't good girls? Are you saying that if I upload a picture of my boyfriend, I'm not a good girl? What defines a good girl? I thought you don't like good girl, Shivani. And I was like, oh my God, I was joking. Like, it's obviously a joke. I didn't get cancelled for that though. But you were scared I you would be. No, I'm not scared that the majority of people would never listen to my podcast because I said something like that as a joke. If I say something racist, if I say something sexist, if I am transphobic or homophobic and I do any of those things, then yes, of course, I think I deserve to be cancelled. And I think people are only cancelled when they take it to an extreme level. There's no one that's been cancelled that I think, unless you're going to give me an example here, that has been cancelled just for, you know, saying something silly. I think it's interesting, though, because it's not just about speech where people are cancelled. It's also about behaviours or perceived behaviours. And I think right. the danger is with social media is that we don't bother looking at context or we don't bother looking at the actual mm -hmm. evidence. We base the evidence on one sentence taken out of context. Now, of course, if there's something that's overtly wrong, mm -hmm. yeah, you should be cancelled for it. Now, I'm going to bring him up. I hate giving him attention. <laughs> I hate giving him airtime. But I'm going to bring up Andrew Tate, right? So Andrew Tate, for example, is the most irritating human being in the entire world. Thank God I'm probably... Probably going to get a whole load of people saying how brilliant and amazing he is. Now, my mm. problem with him is he's dangerous. Why do I think that he is dangerous? Because he is a man that's instilling values in young men, particularly insecure men, mm -hmm. and making them believe that the only way forward is violence is demeaning women yeah it's also creating a value system around things that are total have a completely like monetary mm -hmm. and don't actually and he doesn't create a narrative around doing things and being a better person now why do I have a problem with this? Because all of the hate speech that he's instilling in these young men and the value system that he's creating, if it gets in the wrong hands of somebody, for example, a teenage boy in America yeah. that is hating school, hating life, hating women, hating everyone, that kid could pick up a gun then and then shoot down, you know, a school. You know, we've seen that kind of so stuff So do you think happen. he should be cancelled? Yes, I do think he should be cancelled. Oh! Okay. Well, remember, this is not reflective <laughs> of me, but I'm yeah. just trying to go. Now, that's the danger. This is the sort of thing when people behave dangerously. However, does it make progress? I don't know because I still think that even if you try and cancel that person, there will be other people like that that will just come along and replace them. So we're not actually addressing the problem. You know, I think that maybe we need to create a system mm -hmm. where people are accountable for the things that they say right. but also it's discussed in some capacity to allow other people that have been influenced to progress to have resources etc etc and I don't know what that yeah. looks like the thing is with with Andrew I just think that I love the way you're like, the thing is with Andrew. Lol, 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 lol. <laughs> Obviously, no, him personally. The thing is, the problem is that I have is that I think it's dangerous. And when I think about danger, when I think about something being detrimental, for me, that's when somebody has the right to be cancelled. But I think, where does the line, where's the line drawn, Shivani? Because people could do things that are perceived not dangerous and still be mm -hmm. cancelled. I do get, I understand your point. I really do. But and I, and I think the whole thing around perception is really important because sometimes you can say something, you didn't mean it in that way and you have no chance to kind of recorrect yourself. There's been so many times I've said something and I'm like, wait, 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 I didn't mean it in that way. And I just actually had this argument with my boyfriend the other day because I said something and he was so mortified at what I said. And I couldn't understand what I'd said. I, I literally didn't understand exactly. why it was so bad. Yeah. 
And then he explained it to me and I was like, oh my God, I absolutely did not mean for it to come across in that way. But I understand how you took that point. Now that can happen a lot. And look, when you say things sometimes in anger, you say things sometimes when you're drunk, you say things sometimes when you're, I don't know, overly excited. It can be, especially for a public figure, mm. you're always scared about what everyone's going to think of you. You just are because you are accountable to the public, right? A lot yeah. of influencers, yeah, yeah. a lot of people like you and I, we are always online. And so if we say something, we know that we're going to be held accountable to it. And I think that's a good thing because it makes me think twice before I say something. Sure. But the other side of it is you are always worried about what you're going to say. But at the end of the day, am I worried I'm going to say something racist? No. Am I worried I'm going to say something homophobic? No. Am I worried I might swear here and there? Yeah, maybe. But I don't think I should be cancelled if I swear. Yeah, completely. But I think, again, it's all about that perception. I think that we've become a society where we get so easily offended by things that we, mm -hmm. you know, we're scared. I think the freedom of speech has somewhat been tainted because people just are afraid. They're afraid to express themselves because it's not even like, yeah, you can say like, of course, I'm not going to say anything racist, homophobic, transphobic, etc., etc., etc. Those are the obvious things. But yeah. I think people are so afraid of the unobvious things. Like, can I say that? Yeah. Can I say this? Can mm. I say this? So there's people thinking twice about things that they wouldn't or shouldn't think about. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I get that. And actually, I remember speaking to someone and he was a doctor and what he said to me is that a lot of people smoke, a lot of people uh, take drugs. Yeah, I saw that one. Did you see it? Yeah. And essentially, it's like you're not being authentic to who you really are. Yeah, yeah. And where's the line, actually? I'm going to argue on your side now. Okay, good. Uh, Great, I got you on my side. <laughs> I won. I'm better. Let's just say that, you know. I won. I'm better. Great. <laughs> um, but essentially... Not a sore loser. <laughs> yeah, um, but essentially... The, the thing, the argument on your side, I guess, is are people authentic? Yeah. Like, are you actually just being who you really are? Are you saying your own views or are you just going along with everybody else? Correct. Because you're scared. So true. If you say something different, so yeah. then people are going to attack you and say, oh, we should cancel her because, you know, she loves... Yeah. I'm not, actually, I'm not going to say it because I'm bloody scared. I'm not even going to say anything. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So true. You see, and the thing is, is that we hold back all the time. And don't get me wrong, because as well, being a healthcare professional, there's so much in my, my industry, which I'm not allowed to do, express, etc. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's not black and white. Like, we're not all human beings that are going to think exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I think inclusivity is so important. But I also think free speech is really important as well. However, the interesting thing is, mm -hmm. let's chat about this. Twitter. Right. right, because as you know, a lot of people got kicked off Twitter, including yeah. Andrew Tate, yeah. because they were deemed to be harmful to the public and essentially were cancelled because their platforms were taken away from them. Even someone like Katie Hopkins, for example. Oh, I despise her. She is sorry, so awful, but it's fine. Like as in, like yeah, I just sometimes I go on her Instagram to make myself feel better about myself. Yeah, but sometimes I'm like, how is this person even <laughs> existing? But I also think that again, the danger is it's just the same. It's the same propaganda politics that she pulls that we see as politicians now exactly it's a really easy tool you make people angry and you make people blame and hate each other and the easiest way to do that is instill things like racism and blame mm -hmm. people that are sort of more vulnerable than you and that's a really easy easy way to win people over mm -hmm. and that's you know what was done by some of the world's like worst leaders you know that exactly. managed to kind of create world wars etc but my point is about twitter is is that obviously when elon musk bought it his whole thing was I believe in freedom of speech, so nobody was cancelled and everybody was let back onto Twitter. Right. What do you think? What do Did I you think, think it was the right thing to do? Absolutely not. Because I don't believe like people like Andrew Tate. I, I know Trump was obviously ridiculous as well, but I'm not going to talk about him for a second. But I think people like Andrew Tate are really influencing people's lives. And there are Thanks. actually people out there who say he's standing up for men and no one has ever I fought know. for men. I I'm know. like, 
I'm not, okay, and let me also just say this to anyone who's watching this. I'm not saying everything he says is complete and utter bullshit, by the way. Mm. I'm not saying every single thing exactly. that comes out of his mouth is completely terrible. But 85% of the things that he says are misogynistic, derogatory, and are just awful. Like, they are absolutely awful and horrific and are blaming women for everything. I mean, he said this example of how... If a woman goes down a rough neighborhood at night, exactly. it's her fault if she gets raped. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just absurd. There are so many people who already blame themselves so much when that incident happens to them. There's so many people who are like distraught and healing from that experience and he's blaming them. And then there's men out there who are agreeing with him. But this is the crazy, but the thing is, again, I think we have a massive learning from this, right? Is that there are a group of men, particularly in the younger generation, which feel isolated and that they don't have an adequate male figure to look up to. And when they end up looking up to someone like Andrew Tate, mm -hmm. we know that the young male population is actually in trouble. Yeah. So I think that's a massive sign as we know you know i've talked to you about this before young males have the highest suicide rate mm -hmm. they actually have a mm -hmm. higher suicide rate than anyone else and we're not providing that support to them and i think there's still a massive stigma related to men not being able to speak out so when they see someone like the alpha archetypal male exactly. like andrew tate they feel that that's like the beacon of truth really scary though because i have this colleague at work mm -hmm. And he absolutely loves Andrew Tate. Now, he's intelligent, he's amazing, he does really well with women, etc. But I was so shocked because he was like, I've looked into his academy and he actually says that women should be treated really well and he's only saying these things for online clout and to get sort of like a following. But I said to him, I don't care talking about the context thing and the non-context thing, right? Because there's one thing where people are being cancelled for things that are said out of context and then exactly. in context. But I showed him a video where Andrew Tate literally says, word for word, um, I'm going to grab her by the neck, I'm going to beat her, and then she's going to try me and put me in a lock because she's learned it in self-defense, and then I'm going to choke her. Now, I don't care if that was taken out of context. There is no way that you can justify that kind of violence to a woman, whether you're joking or not. It's just simply unacceptable. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm like, you cannot say that somebody is good 95% of the time. It's like saying, oh, this person um, is a really good doctor. He is, sure, he's a paedophile, but, you know, that's okay because he's a good doctor. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, the bad, the fact that he's behaved so badly, you know, is the fact that he's behaved so badly it's just counteracted. So that, for me, is somebody that deserves not to have a platform. So you are in favour of cancer culture? Yeah, then. pretty much. But, but, but remember, we said this. Is <laughs> that I, I know We're I just arguing on the other side. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I do think it's not as clear-cut because I do think that some people are also cancelled for the wrong reasons. Like what? In terms of, I don't know, I'm just trying to think. Like you said, and I think it's more not necessarily thinking about people who are massively in the public eye, but even things like influencers or somebody that might have said something as a joke and then if the joke gets taken out of context, and then people feel that they should be, you know, and, you know, it could be something... I like don't know if I believe that. It could be lack of education as well. So I'm not talking about something... Agree on that. Yeah. So recently, KSI, he is this massive YouTuber. Oh, my God, I'm too old for this. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's this massive YouTuber, and essentially they were playing Countdown. Can you just what did he YouTube about? I don't know. I don't follow him. I just know he's a massive YouTuber. Okay, fine. Okay. God. Google it. Um, <laughs> but KSI is a huge YouTuber, and I only knew this because it was actually viral and trending on TikTok. But they basically have this channel. It's called The Sidemen. There's like six people, and they basically make videos about different things. I know people watching this are going to be like, you absolute idiot, but I don't know. They are huge, by the way. Anyway, so The Sidemen were making this video, and they were playing the game Countdown. So you know where you like choose some words and you make a word. So he said a racist slur. Now... I spoke to a couple of people about that afterwards. I'm not going to say what the word is, obviously, because, you know, everybody knows that word is a racist slur, right? And 
I don't care what you say about education and not education. That one is obvious. I get it. Sometimes we're maybe not educated. I don't have an example to, to kind of refer back to. But what he said was racist. And you shouldn't use that word. Now, my point is, is that in that situation, if he is not held accountable, then what we are saying is if people continuously use that word, it's okay. But some people said, okay, but I've used that word sometimes to my friends because it was around, Asia, it was around uh, Asian people. So they were like, I've used that word to my friends, right? And I was like, the, the difference is, first of all, you shouldn't because it's so, so ridiculous. But secondly, what's so shocking about that is he is a social figure. And his argument was, I'm not some kind of God and I do make mistakes, which I totally understand, by the way. But at the same time, you do have a responsibility and you should have a team around you when you have that millions of followers on YouTube. You would have someone yeah. that will say to you, that was wrong. Like, I have an editor. If I said something, he would say to me, Shivani, you shouldn't, you shouldn't read that. You've seen the notes that I go through every single podcast that is released and I will check every single minute of it. Mm. So if I say something that that's wrong, mm. I'll take it out. Because I'm human. I make mistakes. I'm not a god. I've never said that I am. Okay, but fine. The argument is I totally see and understand and he should be held accountable. However, do you not think that if he expressed remorse and understood the mistake that he that he made... I do. ...that he should actually be given a second chance? Because the extremism of being completely cancelled, if somebody recognises what they've done and tries to show mm -hmm. that they want to change and learn and educate, do you not think that there is space to do that? I do, actually. I do think that because I think it's kind of like prison, isn't it? Yeah, You exactly. have a chance for someone to reflect and become a better person and I do obviously believe in second chances. I just think here though, what is what is the solution? Because let's say for example, I say a racist word and then I say, oh I'm really sorry. Um I didn't mean it like that. I was playing a game and you know I didn't know what I was saying. I wasn't educated. Then what? I think How am I going to prove to the public that well, I'm... You know what, this is interesting because this has actually triggered something in my mind. So I have a friend, um, she's an influencer, and she was upholding an event. Mm -hmm. And in this event, she decided to send <coughs> a lot of the clothes that she provides to various people. Right. And um, the event was held in another country, and basically what happened was is that an individual that came, she was a micro-influencer who came to the event, was really offended because the person that upheld the event said, aren't you really hot? Because the per it was boiling hot heat. It was like a 40 degree heat and said, don't you want to take off the jumper? And the girl went and cried about it on her social media platform because she said that it was really insensitive because she's actually Muslim and didn't want and felt that it was really derogatory and really like insensitive to her culture, her religion, etc. So the person that made the comment had no idea that she'd made that person feel that way she didn't know that she had been what she what was deemed ignorant and so what she did was to basically redeem the situation she said to that person I would I'm so sorry she apologized I had no idea I made you feel that way but I'd love to invite you for a conversation on my platform about mm -hmm. the issue that occurred and I'd love you to educate me on how we can create a better and safe space for people like you and I'm like that couldn't have been handled better right no, of course but loads of people were initially trying to cancel and like be like this is so awful you're like this but again it was a mistake that is innocent and you're Correct. actually going out that's what I'm you're saying, going though. about Where, it yeah exactly and saying let me publicly address this yeah. because I've made this mistake and other people can. Saying a racist slur is a bit different. Yeah. And I also think, you know, we live in a very multi multicultural city in London and also a multicultural world where we have the tools and knowledge to educate ourselves yeah. on certain things. Yeah. I mean, there are just some basics, aren't there? Do you know what I mean? 
totally. I just think it's so difficult, but I think what's scary is as well is that we're becoming such a divided nation, and this mm -hmm. is what's terrible. Like, I feel like COVID as well had such a massive impact on that division and people being cancelled because there were so many views being expressed with regards to like the vaccine, the vaccine etc. Yeah. And we all know, like Joe Rogan, remember that and his podcast and that whole situation as well. Like, a lot of people couldn't express, and I think again there's a danger right because when it comes to something health you've got the healthcare professionals so on one side and people that don't believe in that stuff and mm -hmm. it's a really 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 difficult one because we have access to so many information so much information how can we do it now on the one hand you can say like let's censor it let's cancel but those group of people that want to follow an individual for a particular reason are always going to try and find access so what i'm trying to say is you can try and cancel andrew tate on youtube and tiktok and extra but those group of boys will still find him on his website do you see what i mean or i something completely like that. agree so we're not getting to the root cause of the problem again we're silencing the problem and the root cause of the problem is if we've got a gr young group of insecure boys that don't have male support or a male leader to look up to that can help guide them that's, that's the one problem Rona totally there's totally. like millions and millions totally, and millions of totally, problems so how totally. how do we tackle that because ultimately if you're seeing that someone like Andrew Tate who's talking about choking and killing a woman is cancelled and no one's gonna look him on the internet and then everybody hates him and he's disgusting and he's a pig because that's the news that's now being traveling because he's cancelled uh -uh. then you're gonna think uh -uh. I'm gonna think twice before I do that well listen you say that but there are still a whole load of people that are still supporting him and don't see that point of view and these kids are being indoctrinated and mm -hmm. are still you know you say that but only two weeks ago, I had, oh my God, I didn't even tell, did yeah. I tell you about this? Lol. So basically, <laughs> you're going to die. So for some reason, I got sent a meme account, you know, like these meme accounts. Yeah. And the meme account was like, um, it said um, the, the, the dating pool for men in 2023 or something like that. So it was basically like taking the piss out of women and the issues. So I had things like TikToker credit score of like less than 300, like all these issues. And it said... And then it said um, 34. And I obviously was like, what's wrong with being 34? So I piped up, right? And then obviously. I was like, uh, obvs. And I was like, lol, what's, I said, what's wrong with being 34? Oh my gosh, the amount of sort of like bashing that I got from these Tate lovers, from these like kind of like 18 to 25 year old boys, basically saying that like a woman who's 34 had like um, a run through rate, had to Google that, didn't even know what that was. Do you know even though that is? No, it what is that? Like a woman that's basically just like slept around, has been around like more around the block. Why older. are there these phrases? Why is yeah, that a phrase? Yeah, I exactly. just don't get yeah. it. And then there was like stuff like she's, um, if she's 34 and hasn't managed to sort of settle down, no one will want to settle down with her like all this kind of stuff but the thing is what was weird was is that what I clocked why I clocked that they were all like Tate followers is because number one they were really young because obviously I looked at their profile number two they were using words like high value man only seeks and that's exactly Tate's words I uh, high value men look for high value women high value women are bloody blah, blah now the thing is and they, I think they had like Tate in their profile and I was like you know this is scary this was they had Tate like, in their profile this is know, ridiculous yes but this is what I'm trying to say to you is that you're saying you're seeing, and remember, the internet's geared to give you content based on what you're clicking. So if you s follow or share a, a whole load of people that don't like Andrew Tate, that's what you're going to see. Well, clearly, you're following all the like the people who love them. Well, <laughs> um, but the point is, I was like, this is so scary. You know what I mean? Because it's obviously not working, and you do get a cult following of people. That will be the same with Kanye West as well. Yeah, but Rona, what you have to remember is, once you get one person down, they do eventually go down. Like for example, obviously, if we get rid of Andrew Tate and no one else is kind of filling, but there'll his be shoes, another one. Yeah, but as long as you can delay it, then the better. What we're trying to, what you're trying to say is, we tackle each each root of the problem. But how are we going to do that? 
I don't know what it's that, impossible. I, I don't know what that looks like, but maybe people like him are going to create more of a call to action where somebody that's actually amazing can come along and be like, no, this is not the way that you treat women. This is not the values that we should be exactly. So if we and cancel then, that person and say that is the wrong thing to do, and then this hero pops up and says, this is what you should do. Yeah, and I think that you know, hopefully there will be more of those figures that do come along, and hopefully that will be counteracted. But again, if we move on to the next person, because I'm like done giving Tate so much airtime. Yeah, move on. Um, Kanye West, right? Mm. Okay, so for me, I think it's a really interesting one because some of the things that he said has been absolutely abhorrent and destructive and dangerous. And the anti-Semitic behavior is absolutely vile and horrific. It's completely inexcusable. Kanye West still has a bunch of followers. And again, he took to Twitter. And what are you going to do to help protect the public? What are you going to help do? It's really hard. And also, if this guy does have bipolar, which is, you know, what's been said, he's clearly not taking his medication. And clearly, you know, he's running riot into the public. Again, root cause of the problem. Mm. Somebody with a severe mental issue that is not being treated properly. I get that. I actually understand that. And I feel a little bit sorry for him sometimes because I just think you're clearly not well to be saying all of this stuff. Like, you're clearly not. And you're... I feel like he's really yo-yoing. Like, one day he regrets it and the next day he doesn't. And then he just looks very unwell. And people are saying he's... He's passed away and they've got like a different person of him or something. I don't know. But anyway, I actually wanted to ask you, do you think women are more cancelled than men? So, this is a really interesting one. And I think the narrative over the last sort of 10 to 15 years perhaps has changed. And I'm going to bring up two people that come to mind. So, Mm. I actually saw an interview from many years ago, I think from the 80s, by Latoya Jackson. Do you remember um, Michael Jackson's sister? Right. You were like five because you act like you're 40 but anyways um, i'm actually 29 yeah. not five <laughs> but fair enough i do act as yes. if i'm 40 so you maybe know, 50 so, so latoya jackson came out it's really really sad and she did an interview on a talk show right and on this talk show she basically talked about how her father had sexually abused her <gasps> i remember this i remember yes. this yeah and what happened was is that her mother basically did not stick up for her and i think that was the most difficult thing because she came to her and uh, she said that the abuse became abhorrent now now we know what we know about michael jackson right and mm-hmm. all of the claims and we know like we also know that you know interfamilial sexual abuse is mm-hmm. something that happens mm-hmm. so it mm-hmm. carries on from generation to generation if it happens in your family but the really sad thing is, is that I was reading the comments and I just went down this kind of like rabbit hole. She was cancelled for saying what she said because people just tried to silence her by being like she's crazy and mentally unwell and she doesn't know what she's talking about. And I think back then it was a lot more of a stigma talking about these things no. because people couldn't express themselves because there was so much shame around it, which is so sad. So I think, you know, she's somebody that really strikes me as someone's like, she's just crazy. She's just crazy. And a lot of people I tried to do that. Even Princess Diana at some points as well. You I know. People tried to do that as well. Mm-hmm. For me, this is why I'm so passionate because I think there's been so many strong women in society that try to uphold their strength and then they get brought down by people and the media. Mm-hmm. And whether you hate or love her, Meghan Markle, she's another example yep, of that yep. as well. One of the biggest people, though, that strikes me is Monica Lewinsky. I know that's Wait, I want to talk about this Latoya thing for Fine. a sec. That breaks my heart because I know that in that situation, and if you've been through any kind of abuse, if you've been through any kind of like sexual abuse or, you know, you've been in a situation where you felt scared to say something, 
the reason you're scared to say something is because you think people are going to call you a liar. Mm. The reason why people don't report domestic violence, the reason why people don't report sexual abuse between their families is because they think that they're going to be labeled crazy, manipulative, slut, slut breaking, breaking yeah. up the family. Yeah. That is the reason why. And I actually remember having this conversation with someone and they said, the girl should never say something because the girl will always be remembered as the one who's been damaged. Like, why? And I shouldn't swear, but that it makes my blood boil because I think if he has been the one mm. who has abused this girl, you're saying the girl should never say anything because then everyone will remember her as someone who's been, you know, like gone through that experience. But you're, you didn't mention once that the boy's the one who's done it. But so why is it going to affect her future? And it's not going to affect his but future. The thing is, it's been it's so much generational trauma for women because this has been going on since the beginning of mm -hmm. time. For God's sakes, Adam blamed Eve for the apples. Do you know what I mean? It's literally been going on since <laughs> like since the beginning of mm -hmm. time. You know. But that is totally unfair. And I think that in a situation where you feel you're sharing something, and I remember seeing that interview on TikTok, and I didn't know that that was Latoya Jackson. Yeah. Actually. I didn't know like the relation. I I remember seeing it and being really upset because she was. I remember her saying that her mum used to let it happen, and she used to she used to say like her mum would say to her like you just have to get on with it or something yeah, absolutely breaks my heart and I think that for her it must have been so difficult to come out and say that and then to get that backlash from the public and say you're being dramatic or you're making this up or you're not well even to get one comment like that by the way will kill you because that's your biggest fear but the thing is is that women for so many generations have been just shamed in the same way and one of the most powerful videos I think that was ever created was by Cynthia Nixon did you ever see it mm -mm. <gasps> oh my gosh I'm gonna show you. you're gonna love it so much be a okay. lady they said Oh yeah 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 yeah! I've seen that one. Yeah 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 yeah. And it's like you can't win. Like yeah. the argument is always the same. Like if you dress too conservatively, you look too conservative. If you wear a, sh a skirt that's too short, it's your fault. You're too slutty. You know, like if you get work done to like maintain your youth, you know, you're not aging gracefully. If you don't get you're work, you're yeah. yeah, exactly. So. You can't win as a woman. You literally can't win. And, and I also think that's there's why, but they're always the ones that are blamed. And as you said, with the public figures, they're always the one if something goes wrong. Even with the Harry and Meghan thing, right? Like, I'm not going to get into the debate. I, I, I could debate that for hours. And I'll tell you why. There is but everyone, such... Hate, but everyone blames Meghan all the time. Always! Yeah. And this is the same... In, 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 and this is from my experience before everybody attacks me. In Indian culture... It's everyone blames the woman for everything. Everything. Forget the fact that Harry is a grown yeah, man that can make his own decisions. Yeah. It's like Meghan took him away from yeah. the monarchy. Yeah. Meghan is the bitch. Why? Yeah. Why is it not like he can make his own decisions? He wrote the bloody book. She influenced him to write yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. She's the one that's torn him away from his yeah. family. Yeah. He made the decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made the decision. Yeah. Why is she to blame? I'm not saying that what they've done is right, by the way, because I'm not sure if I believe in like going on and on and on and on about how bad everything yeah. their whole life is in front of the media. That's a separate issue. My point is, is that he shouldn't. He should be responsible for his own decisions. Hundred percent. But the thing is, is and this happens in Indian families all the time. By the way, but this is the thing: is it's like for accountability and stuff like that, you know. And I think that, you know, people don't want to be held accountable for their own actions and thoughts. And I think that's what bothers me. But in terms of them as well, you know, they pretty much were cancelled right when they left the monarchy. But they wanted to come and say their piece mm -hmm. they wanted to kind I get of that. that and I, th I get that I get and that. also you know as I've always said my favorite psychiatrist in the entire world is Gabor Mattier and he provided okay. a um he provided a platform for Prince Harry to speak about his trauma and that was super controversial like people were like hounding mm -hmm. at Gabor being like how dare you this is disgusting unfollow 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 like you shouldn't be like you know how people get and I'm just like listen as you said 
What they've done from a monetary perspective is a completely different conversation. Correct. But he has a right to express his trauma, Correct. arguably in a private space. But if it makes him feel better that his story is being heard by the public, it makes him feel better. And that's that. But listen, there's this always thing of like, you should keep silent no matter what anybody says, right? Mm. But let's say I go out on Instagram right now and I'm like, Rona is the nightmare. Rona is this. Rona is that. Could <laughs> <laughs> yeah. expose you. Yeah. But let's say I do that. Are, we, are you saying that you don't have the right to go and say that about me? To defend yourself? Because this whole thing about Meghan and Harry, everyone was saying, look, I don't agree that they should have done like 15,000 Netflix documentaries yet. Yeah. It was a bit much. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit much. But I also think that they had the right to defend themselves because the UK papers and the UK press and the media horrendous. attacked them horrendous, so much. Say, yeah. <laughs> like plural of horrendous, yeah. <laughs> they attacked them for leaving. Horrendous. And they had absolutely nothing to say. In defense. And everyone's like, they should have kept quiet. It's it's honestly like the, the complete Indian family dynamic. Like, let people bash you, never say anything. Yeah, yeah. Let people abuse you, never say anything. Worst, let people traumatize you, you know and you're a bitch for saying it. It's like, but what? When people said that, do you know what? And they said to me, well, they signed up for the monarchy. You know you're signing up, signing up to be silent. I was just like, but I just don't get it. We're humans. <laughs> We're not robots, do you know what I mean? It's just mental. But let's not get in the Harry and Meghan. Yeah, anyway, we're, we're, we're digressing. We need to go, yeah. go back to... I actually wanted to mention one point, actually, really quickly, in favour of you. Mm. And it was around... There's been a lot of people, for example, who have been cancelled because they sent nude photos and videos of themselves to their boyfriends, and then their horrific boyfriends leaked them. And again, the revenge girl is cancelled. The girl... Exactly. The girl... With revenge porn often the first judgment goes to a woman mm -hmm. because it's like, she shouldn't have done that. Why did she do that? She couldn't have been so stupid. Mm -hmm. She should have known better. Why is it never the men? Why is it never that man is disgusting and he shouldn't have done that? Why is the shame put on a woman? And that's why I don't believe cancel culture, to, culture should come into place because a woman should not be canceled for that because that was not her intention. And it's not fair that she's being kind of accused for being this horrific person while the guy is just kind of scot-free. For me, I don't think that's so much cancel culture because now I think again that women have come along creating a lot more awareness. We know Zara McDermott, yeah, George Louise amazing. Harrison as well did a documentary recently. About but Rona, People still judge you and they still okay, kind of do so cancel you in the sense that they unfollow you and don't again, think you're legit because it's like, I've seen her you, naked. Listen, you are the one that said to me, what about it? I'm like, it is again the root cause of the yeah. problem. It's society's judgments, right? It's True. society's judgments. It's in the same way. I'm going to liken it to this so you can understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's in the same way that, for example, I know some young medical students in America mm -hmm. slash dental students that make more money on OnlyFans than they would at med school. Yes. So therefore, they are not determined to finish med school mm -hmm. they don't want to be a doctor because mm -hmm. also the money being a doctor or a dentist is much less than actually going on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. then i have men saying to me this is disgusting this is awful like why would they do this but the problem is it's not a problem with the women it's again a problem with society why are we rewarding this more than we're rewarding the other professional jobs right so people becoming doctors firefighters whatever 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 that's a societal problem because it is. we place value onto the wrong thing no, I completely How agree with you it? on that. I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like, this is an open discussion. I'm, I'm, lo I'm loving this. This is a problem. This is a root cause. I have no solution. <laughs> so much value in this podcast, Rona. <laughs> listen, listen. The thing no, I get you. Yeah. I, I'm, I agree with you. Because actually someone told me this the other day. So, you know, sex work in the UK is so, so, so high. And guess who are the people who do it the most? Healthcare professionals. Because really? they don't get paid enough. Someone told me that statistic because I'm actually working with this charity sure? called We Are Cranty in India. And they told me in the UK that sex work is so high and like, I don't know the percentage. I'm just going to lie and say. Healthcare, so you're talking about like nurses. Nurses, doctors, dentists. 
Really? That's so scary. So scary. But I remember when I was working as a junior dentist as well, um, you know, and I was working on the NHS, I was making £8.75. <laughs> I mean, that's so crazy. It's I mean, that ludicrous. was 10 years ago. But I know, it but it's crazy. crazy. The cost of living in crisis at the moment is also a joke, yeah. and people can't afford it. Yeah. And so you're getting these people who are in these low-paying jobs, and people who are serving us the most, mm. and we're not paying them enough. Yeah. So NHS... But the other person here that strikes me as well is Monica Lewinsky. She's probably a bit before your time. Yeah, I know her though. Do you actually? No. No, so it's not like you're talking about. Monica Lewinsky was a little bit of a bombshell. She was working for President Clinton um, back in the day, and right. she was a pretty intelligent woman. And ultimately, she got blamed and deemed a slut because President Clinton had an affair with her. I think he had an affair with a lot of women, but she's the one that stuck out the most. Was she single? She was single. And she was completely in love with him, by the way. And she was very, very young and very naive and mm -hmm. thought that he was going to leave his wife to be with her, etc. Now, who got the blame? She got the blame. She got slut shame. Did he get blamed? Nope, he got no blame at all. Exactly. And that was the thing. And she got really cancelled. And after she left the White House, she there's an amazing documentary on it as well. I think it's called Lewinsky. Okay. Um, not a documentary. It's like a kind of reenactment show. You know, one of those. And basically, she couldn't find a job she was so cancelled and I'm doing cancelled because you know internet wasn't as big oh. then but like she couldn't like her life was completely ruined and now she's sort of managed to do something great with her life she's becoming you know an incredible inspirational woman but that was so unfair and she was a, like a baby like to me I say baby so she was in her 20s you know like mm -hmm. you're still a kid and he was a fully grown man you know and it's funny how he doesn't get the blame at all and then of okay. course Hillary still kept him and then she gets blamed as well you know of as course. the wife so we get blamed for everything yeah literally and the thing is i think there's a lot of more cancel culture happening for women mm -hmm. with regards to things and i think that you know if something goes wrong particularly like in the in marriages or when it comes to infidelity that's when the women will be cancelled more than men i'm so sick of people saying if you work too hard your man will leave you on tv no one said that to me personally but i've seen it on tv really bloody time if someone if, if a woman in movies if a woman is working too hard the husband always cheats on her mm. and if the husband's working too hard the woman should be ready like to look after him when he gets home like it's just ridiculous anyway i hope that you and i don't get cancelled really from this podcast so. don't cancel us don't cancel us i hope you enjoyed this conversation <laughs> welcome to our thursday thoughts Yay! and we will see you see you soon <laughs>